Imagine getting up every day full of energy as if you were in your 20s again. What would that be like? What would that be worth to you? What is your health worth to you? Think about it. Your health isn't everything, but without it, everything else is nothing. And yet too many of us are taking it for granted until something goes wrong. No one wakes up hoping to be diagnosed with a disease or chronic illness. And yet we've never been taught how to be proactive in our health through our school system or public health. As a registered health coach and integrative health practitioner, I believe it is time this information is made available to everyone. Combining new knowledge around your health and the ability to do my functional medicine lab tests in the comfort of your own home will allow you to optimize your health for today and all your tomorrows. Don't wait for your wake up call. Hi, welcome to my very first episode of the Don't Wait for Your Wake Up Call podcast. My name is Melissa Dealey and I'm the host of the show. Today, I would like to share with you my story and why it is that I feel so passionate about creating this podcast and bringing this information to you in hopefully empowering you to take action in your health because the world is the sickest it's ever been. And I truly want to show people that it doesn't have to be that way. So during my podcast series, I'm going to be bringing to you different topics on your health through themes uh, each month. We're going to be talking about sleep and hormones and nutrition and digestive health and so many more topics that you actually can take away tips and implement actions that allow you to start improving your health day by day, small steps at a time. It's all information that isn't brought to you through public health or through our school system. And I really believe it should be, but it isn't. And so it is my mission to bring this information to you because I want people to be able to truly heal and get back to living life and with vitality and feeling joyful and living their purpose, doing what it is that they are meant to be doing on this planet. Just like this is my purpose and this is what I am supposed to be doing is guiding people through their healing journey. But it wasn't always that way. And so I want to go back and share my story and let you know how it is that I got here today and exactly uh, what has brought me here to sharing this podcast and this information with you. So the initial impetus started about five and a half years ago. I had been perfectly happy working in uh, my corporate career. It was a 24-year long career and it brought me joy and I felt that I was good at it. And one day, Big Fish bought Little Fish, and I got a phone call that after 24 years of service, my services were no longer needed. And I was let go, given an hour to clear out my desk, and not even a word of thanks. And that is the part that hurt the most. And in that moment, I knew that I was never going to work for someone else again, and that whatever I did next had to be of service. But I had no idea what that would be. And amidst the tears and just the emotion of the couple of days of handing everything in and, you know, realizing that I was, you know, this career was over, I also realized that here was an opportunity, 
a kick in the pants, if you will, to actually do something completely different in the second phase of my career. And I was open and I welcomed that. I didn't want to just go and get another job at a different company doing exactly what I had been doing before. But I truly had no idea where I would land up. And I spent some time trying to figure it out and knowing that because I wasn't ever going to work for somebody else, it was going to have to be building my own business. And later that year, I found a company that specialized in brain supplementation. And that really intrigued me because I realized I use my brain 24-7 and no one had ever taught me how to look after it. And I had a grandmother at the time who was about 97 years old and she lived by herself, was fully cognitively functioning, and she actually lived to be 101 years old and two weeks. And she died in her own home and she had a wonderful life. And I always said I wanted to be like her when I grew up, but I knew that I was behind the eight ball because she was born in Christchurch, New Zealand, and they grew all of their own food on the farm and it was all organic. And this little tiny, you know, city in the bottom corner of the earth where at the time of 1916, when she was born, there was minimal toxic load. And I was raised in Tokyo in the seventies with um, toxins spewing out of manufacturing plants all over the city that I was exposed to. And don't get me wrong, I loved growing up in Tokyo. I still love visiting Tokyo. I have many friends there. I feel very fortunate for that expat childhood that I experienced. But I knew that my toxic load was going to be very different to that of my grandmother. And what I didn't know was how is that going to affect my longevity and my dream of growing up and being just like my grandmother, living to 101 and in my own home, living by myself, full cognitive function. When I look around and see the near epidemic rates of Alzheimer's and dementia, what did I need to do so that I didn't end up being somebody that spent the last 10 years of my life in a nursing home, not fully you know, aware of who's coming to visit me? That's not quality of life. That's not what I wanted. And so finding out about brain supplementation was really intriguing. And I thought, wow, if we all were taught how to look after our brain, maybe we wouldn't have near epidemic rates of Alzheimer's and dementia. So I decided to jump in and learn more about this. And in that process, I also started bringing it to the physiotherapists that I knew in my local town of Whistler, British Columbia, because we have a lot of people that struggle with concussions here. We've got, you know, A-type personalities, very active athletes, and between skiing in the winter and bike parks in the summer and hockey and so many other sports, there's a lot of people struggling with concussion. And I thought, well, bringing this nutritional piece to helping people heal from concussions would be a good thing. So I started learning all about this and Four months after that, my oldest daughter got a concussion in her first high school soccer game of the season of grade 12. So here I was, I just started learning about it. I now have this great um, nutrition for the brain. 
um, for healing the brain, as well as just for using on a daily basis for optimizing our brain function. And I started going to all of her appointments with her because she was in absolutely no state to remember and retain anything that she was being told in terms of the exercises she should be doing between her appointments with the physios. So I was really supporting her because I was able to remember I wasn't working. Everything happens for a reason. That's one of my key learnings out of this is that things don't happen to us. Things happen for us. We can't always see it in the moment, but when we look back, we can absolutely see it. Two months after that, my younger daughter got a concussion. Now, really, two concussions in two months in the same household. When I got that phone call, I was driving to Vancouver and the school was asking me to come and pick her up because of a suspected concussion in gym class. I knew in that moment, and I looked up at the heavens and said, really, this is how you show me my path? Please stop taking out my children. I didn't have any more children for them to take out. I only have two daughters, but I realized that this was the direction that I was supposed to be heading. I was supposed to be helping guide people's healing journeys. At first, I thought it was just about concussion. And since then, I've learned that it's actually in a much broader scope than that. But I started there. So now I had two different concussions and um, a a lab of wonderful supplements in my house and uh, attended both my daughter's appointments. And because they were very different concussions, they both healed very different in different timeframes and very differently. But the great news is, is they both fully recovered. And before long, other people were asking me to help them. You know, a friend whose spouse had a concussion, employers that had employees with concussions, and helping guide their journeys because it's a small town and people knew. And then I was invited to work in a new holistic clinic that was opening. And I was honored to be invited to do this. And I was invited by a very dear friend by the name of Edward Dangerfield. And he specializes in um, conscious breath work, helping release trauma, helping people heal through the use of our, of our breath. And he fully understood our nervous system. So he knew that how the work that I was doing could help others, but it wasn't based on education or any kind of certificate. It was based on the experience with my own two kids and all of the research that I did in helping them heal. So I agreed to work in the clinic, but I didn't have any certification. And that did kind of make me feel a little bit nervous, but there was also a part of me that knew that people needed my help. They needed that guidance based on what I had learned. And if I could help another person, I wanted to help another person because concussion is not easy. Nobody asks for a concussion and it does impact your life and the life of the people around you significantly. So if I could help ease people's recovery and speed it up for them by giving them the right information at the outset, I felt like that was something that I was being called to do. At the same time, though, I couldn't get insurance for the work that I was doing because I didn't have any certification. So I decided that I also needed to go back to school. I wasn't quite sure what I needed to study, though. So I reached out to a friend who was a life coach. And I knew about life coaching, and it wasn't quite landing for me. And he just said to me when I asked, how do I determine what is a good online coaching course versus one that isn't as good, he just said, you don't need to be a life coach. You need to be a health coach. 
Well, that landed. I got goosebumps from head to toe, which always tells me the truth has been spoken. And I started researching health coaching courses. And I found one right away. And again, as I was reading their website, goosebumps head to toe, I knew this was the one. But my rational brain said, you can't just pick the first one. You have to do a little bit more research than that. And so I did. And on another site, I found a list of 10 things to look for when selecting the right coaching course for you. And in going through those 10 steps, guess where I landed? I landed right back at the first one that I had found, the Health Coach Institute. So I signed up and I started, I think it was like the next program was starting in 10 days. So it was perfect timing for me. And I jumped in with both feet. I continued to work at the clinic a couple of days a week. I continued to help people with their healing at the same time as being back at school and now adding to the um, knowledge that I had. And from here, I knew that I was absolutely on the right path. And about a year after opening that clinic, the landlords decided that they wanted to increase our rent. They lived in Calgary, another province away, and they didn't care about the fact that we were trying to offer holistic healing to people that couldn't afford it. We were offering sessions by donation, keeping our pricing down as low as we could to support our community. They actually said to us, they don't care about our community. They were in it for the money. And unfortunately, we had to close down. That everything happens for us, right? I've said that before. And so that just led to the next um, stage of me stepping into this new path that I didn't have any idea really where I was going to end up. I was just being guided and at this point, helping people recover from concussions. Well, I figured out a wonderful thing and it was called Zoom. And I took my business into my home office and I started doing consultations with people with concussions over Zoom. And that actually made it even better for people because they didn't have to leave their home. Driving can be difficult for people with concussions and being a passenger can be even more difficult. And so now they could connect with me through the power of technology from the comfort of their living room. And what was even better, I could have them make sure that somebody that they lived with joined in as well. Because remember how I attended every appointment with my daughters because they didn't have the capacity to retain all the information? Same thing. So in having somebody else support them through our session, if it was a spouse, even better, because it gave them new insight into what their partner was struggling with. If it was a parent, again, they had more insight into what their child was struggling with. If it was a roommate, there was just somebody else able to support this person through this difficult healing process. So I continued doing this work. I loved my coaching training, went on to do my transformational mastery coaching. And it was then that I discovered the integrative health practitioner program. And as I went through my health coaching, I started expanding my client base as well. And I was no longer just working with people with concussions. I was working with all sorts of people with health issues, but many people who wanted to lose weight. And through my coaching, I was definitely able to help them lose weight, but then we would hit a wall and we couldn't, it was very hard to get them through that wall. And I was feeling like, 
okay, they've lost 20, 30, 40, 50 pounds, but then they're not losing more and they still want to lose more. Why is it? Something else is going on. And I was limited in my ability to continue their healing journey. And so when I learned about the integrative health practitioner program, I knew that was the step that I could take in order to truly guide people's healing journey. Because as an integrative health practitioner, I have the ability to use the power of functional medicine labs to see what is truly going on inside the body. And when we know that and where the body is out of balance, we can then support the body in its deficiencies and bring the body back into balance, at which point it will heal itself, which is what the body is designed to do. The body will heal a broken arm. It will heal a cut finger. It is absolutely a healing machine. The problem is, is that modern life has us living out here way out of balance from too little sleep, poor nutrition, too much processed food, stress levels that are way too high. And the body doesn't have enough reserves to get itself back into balance. But when we support those deficiencies and bring the body back into balance, the body will heal itself. A body in balance doesn't hold on to excess weight. It doesn't harbor disease or even get sick. So this is the ultimate goal that I want for people. And as an integrative health practitioner, I am not a doctor. I do not diagnose and I do not cure, but I help get to the root cause of your health issues through the power of functional medicine lab tests. And the other thing that I do is I help you discover your toxic load. And in understanding your toxic load, we remove the toxins that are blocking the way that are bogging down your body, creating inflammation and left too long signaling cells to turn on disease. And through this podcast series, I will do a whole podcast on detoxification and the importance of it. But these are the steps that I can now use as an integrative health practitioner in order to help people truly heal. And in order to have people that were wanting to lose weight, break through that wall because the reason their body was holding on to weight was it was out of balance. Maybe they were in a state of estrogen dominance and we needed to boost their progesterone levels. Maybe their cortisol levels are messed up and their sleep is messed up. And when we help the body correct all of that, then weight naturally starts coming off. Maybe they're eating foods that are triggering inflammation in the gut that they've eaten all their life. So they don't realize their body don't, doesn't like it, but the body's hit a tipping point and they can, it can no longer handle it because the toxic load is too high. Maybe there's a virus or infection going on. Maybe it's trying to heal a broken arm. There's so many things the body is trying to do at any given time. And when it hits a tipping point, things that it used to be able to tolerate, it can no, tol no longer tolerate. And that can sometimes be the food that you're eating. So understanding all of that by seeing what's going on inside the body is extremely powerful. So I was super excited about this program. And not only that, I love the founder of this organization, Dr. Stephen Cabral. He had his own health journey back when he was 17 years old, took him 10 years to heal, uh, fully heal. And he's an absolute thriver now, but this is after mainstream medicine told him there was nothing more they could do for him. And he was gonna have to suffer with all of these diseases for his whole life. And he felt very let down by Western medicine. And he set out on a journey of his own to figure out, well, what is the best 
medicine in the world because I want to find that medicine and have that help heal me. And he studied Chinese traditional medicine. He studied Ayurvedic medicine. He studied orthomolecular medicine, naturopathic medicine. He's a naturopathic doctor and more. And then what he's done is he's brought all of this together into this integrative approach of bringing the best of all of these medicines. Because what he learned was there is no one best type of medicine. But what he's done is taken the best of each of these medicines and brought them together in order to offer protocols that truly help people heal. So I love this and I jumped right in and I completed my level one and my level two integrative health practitioner and set on my continued journey to help people heal. You see, the world is the sickest it's ever been, as I've said, with the most sleep deprived, poor nutrition, highest stress levels, and in fact, also the loneliest ever, despite all of our social media connections. And so as a result, we are suffering from near epidemic levels of chronic illness. Chronic illnesses such as heart disease, type 2 diabetes, Alzheimer's and dementia, autoimmune diseases, leaky gut, some forms of cancer. These are all illnesses that we can actually heal despite what mainstream medicine might tell you. You see, our biggest problem today is that we have a pharmaceutical industry or a health industry that doesn't care about our food and we have a food industry that doesn't care about our health. And what I mean by that is all of this is driven by money and wanting to make profit. So big pharma wants to optimize shareholder profit, not human health. The food industry wants to optimize their profit levels. And so they don't care about what the ingredients are that they're putting into the food and how that impacts human health. All of this started, I believe, back in like the 1950s and 60s, when more women went back to work. And it started with the great idea of women or the food industry helping women put a dinner on the table at the end of the night for their family. They're now at work and they're not in the kitchen making meals all day long. So they needed help. Great idea. However, over time, the food industry started seeing that wow, this is really popular. How can we sell more of these convenience meals that we're preparing? Well, let's put sugar and salt in them to get people addicted and really liking them and wanting to buy more. And then it was, how do we stop the wastage? We need to increase the shelf life of these foods in the store before they get sold. So let's put some chemicals in, in order to add to the shelf life so we don't have as much waste. And then how can we make this um, more cheaply so we can increase our profit. Well, let's start putting in some GMO ingredients and some other fake ingredients that we can produce um, in higher quantity at lower cost in order to increase our profit. And before we knew it, we had this huge processed food industry of convenience foods for people that we all jumped into because it was easy and it was quick and it served our purposes but full of ingredients that are actually harming the human body instead of helping it. And so that's why I say we have a food industry that doesn't care about our health. They only care about the profit that they're making on these foods. And we as individuals buy our foods and trust that the food in the store is good for us. That was me when I was in the corporate world. I really thought that. And I was busy and raising my two daughters and 
I didn't have time to question all of this or learn about it and do extra research on the side. So I simply didn't know. And that's where many of you might be at. And so that's why I want to bring you this information and highlight what is really happening so that you are able to make better choices. Because when we know better, we do better. So back to the pharmaceutical industry, it's the same thing. The pharmaceutical industry in the last 30 years has absolutely shifted their focus of where they spend their money. And it is no longer in research and development trying to develop drugs that actually help people heal. Instead, they spend their money on massive marketing campaigns of drugs that they want people to take day in and day out for the rest of their lives. That is how they create their profit, is if you have to take a drug every day for the rest of your life, that's guaranteed income for them for years to come. So they are not motivated to try and find drugs that help you heal. They simply want to create drugs that are what they call a billion-dollar blockbuster. That is their goal for any drug, is that it will earn them a billion dollars in revenue. Because that, of course, creates wonderful shareholder return for their shareholders. So it's a broken system. Because what's happened as a result is they um, entice doctors to write more prescriptions with kickbacks and with attending conferences and bringing their family and attending a few meetings at the conference to lovely resorts where it's uh, free for the doctors to attend. Now, there are many doctors that are starting to see through this and actually leaving the mainstream medical system today because it's not serving what they got into medicine for. They got into medicine to help people heal. The system is so broken, though, that the pharmaceutical companies actually pay the professors in the universities and fund the medical schools. And so during a doctor's medical degree, they don't learn about food and nutrition and the fact that it has such healing powers for us. They spend hours and hours and hours learning about pharmaceutical drugs with very little time learning about nutrition. And the reality is, is that what you put on the end of your fork is either your greatest form of medicine or your slowest form of poison. It's not the doctor's fault. They don't know. They are taught what they are taught and they get into medicine because they too want to help people heal. As I said, the system is broken and driven by making a profit. And unfortunately, it is not driven by optimizing human health. Therefore, you don't get taught at school how to optimize your health or through public health. This information is not readily available. And again, when I was in the corporate world, I wasn't aware of any of this going on. It is only since going back to school to becoming a health coach and going on to becoming an integrative health practitioner over the past five years that I have had my eyes opened to the reality of what is truly going on, as I've also learned how we can optimize human health using natural supplements and herbs and remedies in order to help people truly heal rather than just masking pain and letting you take a pill for the rest of your life. And I just want to let you know, there is no magic pill. If you're working with me or any other holistic practitioner, 
we will absolutely provide you the information you need in order to truly heal. But it will take time. It will take effort. And it may be that you have to change some habits. You might have to change the way you eat. You might have to make some changes to your sleep. You might have to actively start improving your self-care in order to lower your stress. But it's worth it because you will truly heal. And I promise you too that the time that it takes to do this is probably less than the time that you've already been suffering by the time you find the integrative practitioner that can help you heal. So that might be hard for some of you to hear because it may be the first time that you're hearing this. And meanwhile, there may be others of you that are going, yes, finally, somebody who's speaking the truth. And that's what I want to bring to you is the truth. If you want to hear it from someone else, there's a couple of books that you can read that I highly recommend. One of them is called My Our Daily Meds by Melody Peterson. And another one is called Little uh, sorry, it's called Bottles of Lies by Catherine Eban. Check them out. See if they resonate with you. And to get back to my story, you can tell I'm really passionate about this. And this is absolutely why I want to bring this podcast to you, because I want to bring you the truth. And I want to show you that there is so much more you can do in your healing journey than just accepting a pharmaceutical drug and having to take it for the rest of your life. And maybe you're listening to this and you aren't in that situation, but maybe someone in your life is, and you might want to share this podcast with them so that they can follow along with me as I bring this content to you in order to help them get the answers that they need in their healing journey. So back to my story, you know, we can look back at things with that perfect 2020 vision, right? And it's really fascinating because when I was let go, never in a million years would I have thought that I would have ended up in health and wellness. And I absolutely was guided and followed that path. And I have truly found my passion and my purpose in life. I love this work. I love working with my clients. But with that perfect 2020 vision, I can see that there were steps along the way going back as far as 30 years that have led me here. And one of them was when I first decided to live in Whistler, British Columbia and not have it just be a stopping point on my travels. And I just I was meant to only be in Whistler for one ski, se ski season for six months. And soon after I arrived, I had people telling me, oh, you're going to love it here in summer. If you love it here in winter, that's even better in summer. You should stay. And I was on my way to an internship in London, England. And I thought, okay, well, I can do that. I can push my internship back. And so I did. And then it was going to be winter season again. And now I had to decide, was I actually going to stay here and make this my home? Or was I going to go and start my career? And I'd already been in London, England, visiting friends. I'd lived there temporarily for a while. I had friends in banking, and I already knew their lifestyle of high stress, getting up early in the morning, working 10, 12, 14-hour days, going to the pub at the end of the day, drinking beer, eating fried foods, and getting up and doing it all again the next day. And even then, with my limited very limited knowledge of health, I knew that wasn't a healthy lifestyle, that that wasn't going to be good for me. And meanwhile, I knew that living here in Worcester, British Columbia, close to nature in the great outdoors with lots of opportunity to easily exercise, that and just being in nature was a way healthier choice. 
And I also knew money didn't buy happiness. I was probably going to make way more money in that high stress banking career than I was going to in whatever it was that I ended up doing here. But I chose to live here. And when I look back on it, I've never had a re- one single regret about doing that. And I realized that that might have just been the starting point of me stepping into caring about my health, being somewhat proactive about my health, and leading me on this path that I'm on today. Another couple of things on my journey that led me here in some ways was that I struggled with hormonal migraines for many years. And at some point before I had children, they suddenly started getting worse. And I had no idea why. And I went to the doctor who simply wanted to give me another prescription or a higher dose. And I didn't want another prescription. I wanted to know why. I have no idea what was possessing this desire to know why, but I just wanted to know why. I didn't get any answers. So I chose to find a naturopath to see if they could help me. And there were many reasons that people get migraines, but I knew mine were hormonal because I would get them every month, right on time, right before I got my period. So I explained all of this and she said, let's test your hormones. Let's see what's going on. Your hormones are changing throughout your life. Stress impacts your hormones. And I didn't know any of that, but I was willing to be tested. And sure enough, when I got those results back, my progesterone levels were really low, which meant my body was in a state of estrogen dominance. And all we had to do was boost my progesterone. So she gave me this tincture and admittedly it tasted awful, but I took a teaspoon of it every day for two weeks for two cycles. And guess what? My migraines were almost gone. Like they were just minor headaches that lasted for such a short amount of time. No longer was I lying in bed, wishing someone would cut off my head and trying to push through at work, meeting deadlines, feeling nauseous and barely able to focus. They barely bothered me at all. So that was amazing because now I knew why I had those migraines. I was able to do something about it. And then I was able to resolve the issue. Amazing, right? That worked for like seven years. And then guess what? Migraines started coming back. So I went straight back to that naturopath. And I said, I need some of that horrible tincture that you gave me last time because it worked. And she wanted to do a full body workup, et cetera, and check in on everything else that was going on in my life. And I said, you know what? Let's just start with that. It worked last time. If it doesn't work, we'll move on to the next things. And sure enough, it worked beautifully. And then years later, I got migraines again. And now it was at the stage of menopause. So I've had my kids, et cetera. And this time though, they were different. And so this time I knew that I needed to do that test again in order to see what was going on. And so all of this um, comes from this heightened awareness I have around listening to my body. All of these migraines were really my body talking to me saying, you have to do something different. Initially, it was because I was in the corporate world and it was high stress and I needed to um, adjust my stress levels and do it, you know, and participate in more self-care, etc. Because it was my stress levels that were impacting and causing that estrogen dominance. 
my body was um, creating more cortisol. And in the process of creating more cortisol, it was stealing from progesterone, which is why my body wasn't making that. And I was in that state of estrogen dominance. The beautiful thing about that symptom that made me take action was that estrogen dominance is known to also trigger breast cancer. And so by actually taking action and getting to the root cause of my problem, I was able to get my body out of this state of estrogen dominance and bring it back into balance and thereby, you know, lower my risk of breast cancer. Who wouldn't want that as a benefit as well, aside from the fact that I'm no longer in pain. And each time my body spoke to me, I took action. So by the time it was menopause and I was back there again saying something's different and I did that saliva test again, this time it was simply that my estrogen and uh, progesterone and testosterone had pretty much got up and left my body. And the naturopath's going, I don't know how you're still standing. But again, I knew exactly what was wrong and I was able to then um, supplement with each of those in order to bring my body back into balance. So this is the power of having the ability to do functional medicine lab tests that let us know exactly what state our body is in. So we know where it's out of balance and can then bring it back into balance. So that was my experience, but I also had both my kids have, um, mild issues or their body talking to them that we couldn't resolve through mainstream medicine. And so we went to the naturopath and did lab testing. My youngest daughter in grade one would put her head down on her desk every day after lunch. She was in so much pain. She couldn't do anything. She didn't want to play with friends after school. She didn't want to play soccer, which was her favorite sport. And she didn't actually do anything in the classroom. And I volunteered in the classroom and saw that one day and asked the teacher how long that had been happening. She said, oh, a couple weeks now. And uh, it's not every day, but I'm glad you're here to see it because I've been thinking that I need to talk to you about this. And so I took her to the doctor to say she has these wicked tummy aches. Could we do an ultrasound? What's going on? There's something going on. And the doctor's response was, all little girls get tummy aches. She'll grow out of it. And I said, well, how long does that take? Because she's absolutely miserable. I want to help her heal. And the doctor had no answers and wasn't willing to do an ultrasound on the symptoms that she had. So I went to the naturopath. I actually called her and booked an appointment. And I said, these are the symptoms. Is this something you think you can help with? And she said, absolutely. Let's do a food intolerance test. And so we did. And guess what? She was intolerant to wheat and dairy. Well, I didn't know that. I'd been feeding that every day for her, her, pretty much her whole life, ever since she stopped nursing. And so now, again, I had answers and I knew what I could do. And I had to figure out a different diet for her so that she wasn't getting any dairy and wasn't getting any gluten. But once we did that, there was marked improvement and it was very quick. She bounced back in just a couple of weeks. We did have a little bit of a hiccup of me starting to feed her eggs for breakfast because it was easy in my rush in the morning to get everyone out the door turns out after force eating, uh, force feeding her eggs for pretty much a month with her complaining and me just thinking she was being difficult, that she was also intolerant to eggs. So after that, everything uh, improved very rapidly once I got the eggs out of her diet too. She did grow out of all of this. She was about 12 years old when she grew out of her intolerance to wheat. So that would have been five years of suffering. To this day, she doesn't have dairy 
she can't do the um, protein in cow's milk casein. And so she just doesn't have cow's milk and has very little dairy. And as long as the dairy isn't there clogging up her intestinal tract, her body can tolerate most everything else. My other daughter at the end of grade two had been struggling with her handwriting and her focus and attention at school. And the teacher commented on that to me. She's not able to focus as long as she used to. Her handwriting is actually getting worse, not better. There's something going on. And so this time I didn't go to the doctor. I just went straight to the naturopath and we did food intolerance testing. And I again had called the naturopath to just ask like, is, could this be something you can help me with? Can food affect her handwriting and her attention? And the answer is absolutely yes. We found out she was intolerant to sugar and yeast. So remove that from her diet. And the following September, because that happened right at the end of the school year. So the following September, when she went back into the classroom for the first week with that same teacher until the actual new class groupings were decided for that school year, she um, sat down and was doing her work. And that week, her teacher said, wow, this is a different kid. I can't believe the improvement from June to September. And usually there's regression over the summer months because the kids aren't in school. So again, we were able to use the um, power of functional medicine labs to help resolve her, what were, what were becoming learning issues in the classroom. At this time, never in a million years would I think that one day I would be offering these. I had no idea, but it was so helpful to us in our, in our home to get this information and be able to help resolve issues instead of mask them so that our children could thrive and I could thrive as well without my migraines. So as I said, those are a couple anecdotal stories that I look back on that make me realize that they were just little steps towards me landing where I am today, fully vested in the power of this type of work to help people heal and wanting to offer it to more people and wanting people to know that it is available. And the really unfortunate thing is that we are taught that if we get sick, we go to the doctor and they will make us better. But the problem is, is the doctors don't necessarily have all the tools to do that. What they have is what big pharma and the broken system allows them to have. And that is not labs that show them how to help you heal. These labs are available on the holistic side of medicine. Unfortunately, they are not available through your mainstream medical doctor. Your mainstream medical doctor may not even know they exist. So this podcast is going to be all around bringing you information on how you can be empowered in your health, bringing you solutions into helping guide you to next steps of where you can go for the resources that you need in order to help yourself heal. I'm going to be bringing on guests twice a month and the guests will be other practitioners in order to highlight for you different healing modalities that are available on the holistic side of things, as well as I will bring on clients of mine to tell their stories because their stories I hope will inspire others out there who are potentially experiencing what they were experiencing and just need to know that they can heal. So thank you so, so much for joining me for this first 
episode of the Don't Wait for Your Wake Up Call uh, podcast. I'm excited to bring you all of this content. I do invite you to um, share this with anybody that you think that it can benefit. And I hope that as you continue to join me here, that you will realize the importance of prioritizing your health and not waking for your wake-up call. What you do today affects your health a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now. And so make that choice to prioritize your health today because health is your true wealth. Without your health, what do you have? Health isn't everything, but without it, everything else is nothing. So nothing gives me greater joy than to guide people through this and see the results that they're getting. And so what I'm going to do is I'll put into the show notes, the link to the discover your toxic load quiz, because that's a great quiz to do to get a starting point of where you're at, as well as the link to the April uh, health kickstart and detox program. So that if you want to check that out and learn more about it, you can go to the show notes and do that. Thank you for investing this time with me on the Don't Wait for Your Wake Up Call podcast. I'm so glad you joined in. If you can take two minutes to share this episode with someone you think can benefit and have a positive impact on their life, that would be wonderful. Please leave a review by going to your favorite podcast listening app and let me know what you enjoy or would like to hear more of. It will support me in my effort to bring the possibility of natural healing to a wider audience and help disrupt the sick care system we have today and make human health a global priority. Health is your true wealth.